Hi, my name is Lewis, and I'm a sports physiotherapist. I've been blessed to work with elite athletes across multiple sporting organisations, both here in Australia and overseas. During my time, I've had the luxury to work in some amazing countries across a variety of interesting sports with some incredible organisations. But it's the strength and conditioning coaches, doctors, high-performance staff, head coaches, support staff, other sports physiotherapists, and of course, athletes who I've met along the way that have made the experience most memorable. In this podcast, I will chat to those that I've met and consider leaders in the field of high performance and chat about their journey from when they first thought about pursuing a career in sport to the events that occurred, skills they acquired, and the lessons they learned along the way to be where they are today. So enjoy this episode as I'm excited in sharing the stories, challenges, and tips from those in the industry by answering the question I commonly get asked, how did you get into sport? Welcome everyone to another solo episode. I really appreciate you um, thinking in today and having a listen to this episode. I just wanted to say a big thank you for all the support. Uh, I've just been absolutely overwhelmed by all the messages, emails, and comments about the podcast. Each episode, the listen numbers have been doubling, and I really appreciate the support. Please continue to send me any emails, messages, and if you do have any questions that you'd love me to ask any of my guests, please let me know, and I'll endeavor to do so. As you, um, as you all have done, please continue to share the podcast, and if you ever feel you get any value out of any episode, please share it as it's my way to help those in the industry the same way others have been generous with their time, wisdom, demonstration, et cetera, to me in my journey in, in high-performance sports. So I really pre- appreciate you um, doing what you've been doing and, and sharing the, the episode. So thank you very, very much. In this solo episode, I wanted to kind of share a conversation I was having a few of my colleagues over the last week. And I was chatting to a few of them. And one of the questions that was asked of me was, what do I usually do when I'm transitioning into a new organization? Now, I've had the luxury to, to work across various organizations and clubs. You know, if you know my story, I've, I've worked in uh, with two different A-League clubs, uh, one with the North Queensland Fury and, and the Brisbane Roar. I've also uh, spent a bit of time overseas working with Cirque du Soleil. Um, I hold a role now with uh, Football Australia as well as uh, an academia role uh, with ACU in both their undergraduate uh, physiotherapy degree and their master's in sport and exercise science and high performance sport. So I've been lucky enough to to be involved in um, many different endeavors and more importantly, uh, been across uh, various clubs and organizations. And each time I've had to transition myself and I had to do so in a way that was effective and, and, and swift. Um, so I can continue to add value to uh, an ever constantly evolving and results driven environment. So in short, every time I come into a new organization, my initial goal is to simply be humble and just humble myself. I want to be curious and learn as much as I can, but do so in a short amount of time, as well as build rapport with all the important stakeholders, whether this be the head coach, um, the immediate colleagues that I'd be working with, um, uh, it may be the, the head of school, and of course, in most cases, um, the players themselves. And to give you an example, some of the things that I'm wanting to learn and I'm, I'm curious about when I come into an organization is I want to know everything about it. I want to know the ins and outs of the organization. I want to know the history. I want to know the history of the club, the history of the team, what things they've, what things they've achieved in the past, what struggles they've had in the past, 
I want to know the people in the organization. I want to know their roles, their responsibilities. Uh, as importantly, I want to know their influence in the club and their influence on the players and and uh, maybe certain decision-making or, um, or what influence they've had historically with the club. I want to to observe what current processes exist. And this could be as specific as like how a meeting scheduled or how um, or why players are decided to do X, Y, Z, or could be as broad as how a decision is made in general. Um, I also want to have a look at what outcomes have been achieved in the past. And I want to know what's been measured in the past and why do they, they, we continue to, use these measures and what are we trying to find out so it might be like why we uh we measure injury rates and why do we measure that what's the importance of measuring injury rates to something as small as uh measuring players uh weigh-ins in the mornings and or or, or, or weigh outs at the end of the game why do we do that and why do we feel this is important and and do we feel that this is providing us with the information that is helping us um with the certain outcomes that we're trying to achieve and in addition, I want to kind of know what current review, auditing, reflective practices exist in this organization through to the individuals or just or just teams or just the organization as a whole. Like what practices currently are in place to allow uh, reflective auditing, reviewing sort of um, uh, uh, habits so that we can continue to uh, evolve and improve on things um, post these reflective practices. And, and these are just simple examples of things that I'm trying to learn as I'm coming into an organization or in a new club. And, and sometimes um, uh, these are things that take time to, 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 to get to know and to understand. And sometimes these are things that happen quite quickly, but it's a, it's something that is, is ongoing and not doesn't initially happen in those, in that first encounter, but something that continues to be um, something that I'm always just trying to understand. But one of the things I've consistently used with every single club and organization I've gone to in the past is I always, always, always ask three specific questions. And these three specific questions, uh, I can ask to the head coach, I can ask to the CEO, I can ask to, say, the head of the strength and, strength and conditioning coach, or say the higher performance department. And it's these three questions that provide me with the most clarity about um, what their expectations are for me in, in, in my role. So if we dive into the first question, what has worked for you in the past? I'm really wanting to get clarity on what they feel has been done successfully to both see if I can continually emulate those things and or, and or try to replicate those processes, habits, protocols, structures, et cetera, that, that, that appear to have been adding value to this organization in the past. Number two, what do you feel could be done better? I'm wanting to get an understanding of areas that they need improving in and then identify if any of my skill sets are one that can help address these, um, these gaps or do I need to consider um, alternatively um, getting uh, added resources or leveraging someone else's strengths in the organization to help improve these areas. And then the last question I'm asking is, if I were to hit a home run for you, what would be the one thing 
not the two things, not the three things, not the four things, the one thing that you would want me to achieve this year. This question will provide me with um, what they feel is the most important thing. I feel this has been a really useful question for me to ask as for multiple reasons. And this uh, intentionally puts um, uh, a lot of um, a lot of pressure on coaches, clubs, organizations to really think about what they would want most uh, going forwards. And sometimes these aren't things that they they can come up with initially. They may need time to to think about these things. So uh, often I'll ask these questions. I'll come back at another time and, and try to get some clarity on what they feel um, best address these questions. So in addition, um, this last question also provides me with clarity on where to focus my energy, time, personnel, resources towards maximizing this outcome. Also use this as a bit of a North star and regularly refer to it throughout the season to guide me on whether decisions or actions I'm making are moving me in that right direction. And then lastly, in the industry, it is, it's often a results driven um, uh, industry. And so getting a clear indication of what is expected of you um, when reviewing one's performance, like myself, either through like a mid-season review or end-of-season review or end-of-contract review, is being able to review, um, review yourself against these, um, these, these answers is, is, is understanding what is that one thing that they want is then it becomes far easier to then review your performance against that one thing. So to give you an example, uh, I came into a football club that was looking to, to change their, their medical department and they brought me in after their last um, physio had, had gone on to do other things. And so when I went to this organization, in particular, I was speaking to the head coach and the CEO. And when, when talking to this organization, I asked these same three questions. So um, the first question was, you know, what has worked for you in the past? And in this, in this example, this football club said to me, you know, I want you to continue providing that high level of care and um, service that the previous um, physio had done in the past because they felt that they provided a really, really robust and comprehensive service and, um, and care for their athletes in the past. So if I can look to replicate those and, um, and provide a similar service to what they've done, they'd be absolutely um, uh, ecstatic with that, with, with that process. So the second question I asked was, what do you feel could be done better? And one of the things that they felt that could be done better is they felt that they had a, they had quite a, um, a normal high injury rate when it came to ACL injuries. The previous season uh, resulted in two ACL injuries, which they felt was quite a high rate considering that on average, it, you usually look for at least one a season. But with an ACL injury rate of up to, upwards of two, they felt like this was quite a high number that they were wondering if there's things around that area that could be improved to minimize um, this injury that occurring. So the last question I asked is, if I were to hit a home run for you, what would be the one thing that you would want me to achieve this year? And the answer to this was quite surprising. And their answer was, they want to improve the communication between the medical staff, the other staff, coaches, 
and players. And and the reason why this was quite surprising is that it, it would have been probably a little bit more obvious if they would have said something like, oh, I want you to reduce the ACL injury rates because obviously they identified this as being one of the shortcomings of the previous um, season that they felt like they wanted to improve. Or, or other more obvious things that usually come with my role is reducing reducing overall injury rates or subsequent injuries or increasing player ability or, um, or looking to improve um, hamstring um, injury rates across the across the group but this wasn't the case for this for this club what they really felt was their biggest was the biggest thing that will allow this program to move forward is they really wanted to improve the delivery of information between stakeholders historically they felt like the medical team worked in a strict silo and the medical team in their eyes they felt was very disengaged with or disconnected with the rest of the club. And so what they felt could be done better was the transfer of information to coaches and other high performance staff, as well as the players could be done better to both build rapport and build trust with all those people that they're working with. Again, this provided me with some clarity around what the expectations were for me in my role. And of course, injury rates, play availability, injury management, you know, delivering a comprehensive, um, effective rehab program for those that, that, that do sustain injuries are obviously super, super important in my role. But when it came to what was most important for them and, and having an ability to review my performance mid-season, end of season, and have that North Star for me to constantly guide me and and uh, refer to when making decisions or all my actions and whether they're going in the right direction. It was important for me that I kept that at the back of my mind is that am I delivering a service that is um, improving the communication between my medical department, other performance staff, the coaches and the players. So I hope this helps and um, and give you a bit of an insight to what I do when I come into organizations. And please, if you feel like you got a lot of value out of this, please share it, uh, share this episode with others. And until next week, take care.